0: All right, welcome everybody bc here we have another episode of supreme being uh i want to announce and let you know that i'm actually going to have some pretty cool and interesting uh special guests coming soon two or three in the next couple weeks i've already uh, confirmed with them and i'm going to bring them on the show right and they're not the guests that you would think i'd bring on probably most likely right so i'm excited for that first and foremost uh, the podcast is sponsored by team bc my real estate team which is now nationwide In the United States, we're in seven states as of right now and growing and expanding very, very quickly. If uh, you need anything from me or my team in regards to buying, selling, or investing in real estate, or you have questions, you can contact me personally and I can direct you from there and help you. Or you can go to teambcsold.com and shoot us a message. Uh, Number two, if you guys are in the real estate industry and you're looking to possibly join my team, go to jointeambc.com. Check that out. If you're in real estate and you want to work with me, but not necessarily for me, then you can go to partnerwithteambc.com. Check that out. That's another opportunity for you. And lastly, um, modern success, right? I always preach and promote modern success. My coaching program, we have more and more people joining on a daily basis. I highly recommend you get on it. Uh, We have our second live event of the year coming up in Miami next week. So I will be in Miami hosting that event for my coaching program. We do live lectures. You get a lot more personal attention from me, Q&As, lectures. You have a vault of hundreds of hours at this point of training on various subjects, including real estate sales and all that stuff. So highly recommend you join that. That is on my Instagram at the link in the bio, or you can go to briancasella.com. All right, so let's start. You know, a lot of the questions that people give me, a lot of the scenarios that I've seen lately, when I look back on my career and my life, Every person on this planet can remember. Okay, and I want you to think about this when I say it. A lot of people on this planet can remember key moments in their life. Right? You look at maybe uh, like the real estate agents that follow me. Right? I know that's a big chunk of that crowd. That first time you got a listing, or that first time you you handled a particular objection from a customer that had been killing you maybe for months, then you finally overcame it and got the deal signed. Right? Uh, maybe as an athlete, like I was an athlete for many years, you hit a game-winning shot, right? In basketball, or you made a game-winning goal in hockey or anything like that, right? Soccer, whatever it is. Um, You had a key moment where you were in a certain situation, maybe in a squeeze, maybe an intense situation, you stepped up and said something or took the right action and saved somebody or helped somebody, right? We have many instances where we can look at those scenarios and pick key moments in our life. Now, That also works the other way where there's been key moments where you didn't step up, okay? And I want you to picture that dichotomy in your mind right now because that's what we're going to zoom in on today and what I want to discuss for the next 20, 30 minutes because these, now I'm not saying these are of utmost importance and the only ones, but I want to zoom into those moments, whether they were positive or negative. That's kind of irrelevant at this point because I, I want to point to certain things for you to see and certain things that you can recognize and work on and grow. So when these opportunities are presented again, you'll be ready and you'll always act accordingly because that's how this goes in this world. Every moment is the next test. Every second, every minute, every opportunity, that thing you decide to do or not to do, right? Like consistency comes up a lot. Oh man, how do I follow my schedule? How do you stay consistent? Well, you need to keep in mind, I set up this plan To dictate what my next actions are and if i follow the action steps i will achieve xyz result right it's literally mathematical at this point if you haven't figured that part out it may not be numbers but it's mathematical it's a sequence it's predictable right you can analyze it and compute it and come up with a result it just happens to not be numbers so somebody will look at that schedule that like i give them and they won't follow it so remember every moment the next action is a test so if you're not following that pattern and you're not inputting the right code, you're not going to get the response. You're not going to get the result. That's how it is. So when I look at and I zoom in on these particular situations that I just brought up for people, right? Like think for all the, like the business people who follow me, maybe that one meeting or that one client that you met with, you didn't say the right things. You got too nervous. You didn't deliver the line properly that you were supposed to. Your presentation was off, right? Fill in the blank with whatever maybe is on your mind right now. And let's zoom in on that particular thing, like a presentation, or maybe not saying the right thing or saying it the right way, right? When I look at that, I can look at that and grab it, right? We can zoom in on that particular thing, pick it up, put it like in a microscope and zoom in and say, okay, that particular moment, right? The person, that version of you that would show up to that moment is composed and built of all the previous actions that you took in regards to this moment. So for that line that you were supposed to deliver properly, I'm going to go back and look on your timeline now and say, where was the preparation for this moment? Let's see how many times you practice this specific scenario and practice saying this line in a real life scenario or simulation or role play, right? So for the person who did succeed, if I looked on their timeline, I guarantee you I could trace it back to see, oh, their input, their mathematical code was 1,000, role plays of this particular scenario. Okay. Boom. Okay. Now when I zoom in on this particular point where they deliver that line properly, oh, it makes sense, right? They were ready. They were prepared for that moment. Now we flip it to the other example, the person who didn't say it right. I look back, there was maybe only 20 instances or 30 instances of practicing that moment, not enough. So now we fast forward on the timeline to that particular moment where now the chips are all in and they have to deliver it right. And boom, they don't have the confidence, they don't deliver it, right? So you see where I'm going with this? Like, any way we, we flip it, twist it, or look at it, we can compute this. And this is what it boils down to. So if I, before I move forward, get presented with a question on a basic level, you know, following schedule, being consistent, building a plan, not being, in quotes, motivated to do something, not having the desire to do something, you have to take this kind of mathematical approach to this, right? Because what I'm saying is completely logical. Right, it's missing emotion, and I know that's important for us to pent up desire. Right, but let's leave that aside for a second because that is a part of it, but it's not all of it. We have to be able to make these connections as well on an intellectual level. Right, it's not just raw passion and desire that's going to get you where you want, it's not enough. We have to have strategy and technique and understanding as well. So, it's a combination of emotion and intelligence mixed together to get to the result if you really want to supercharge this. So let's zoom in on this intellectual side of it. If I start computing things like this, which is what I did, it becomes very easy for me to look at success and say, okay, this can be quantified. Like this isn't some fucking mysterious thing. I understand this. I can see it. Yeah, I'm going to have to, you know, add some courage into this at times. I'm going to have to insert emotion to these things. You know, my goals are going to have to be meaningful to me. They're going to have to move me emotionally, of course, but there has to be that logic behind it. So when I would go through situations and things would come up, I would always default to this because there's going to be many moments, ladies and gentlemen, where your emotions are going to fail you. You look at motivation as an example, that's emotion, temporary emotion. So when the emotion isn't there and it in quotes fails you, what are you going to rely on? if that's your only defense, in quotes, good luck. Because there was many times when on an emotional level and even to this day that I don't, in quotes, feel like doing shit or this or that. I don't, but I still do it. I still do it because this has been derived. All these, these, these equations have been derived over and over. Boom, boom, boom. So I know, hey, all I have to do is stick to the plan. If I stick to this plan, whatever is on the other side that I want, that I've already kind of pictured and imagined and planned for, I will achieve. It's that simple. I just have to do it. It doesn't take some magic fairy dust to make it happen. I do it. And there's no shortcuts around it. Because when I zoomed in on that particular moment, like I told you guys earlier, where that person delivered that line or killed it at that meeting and did the right thing, they earned it. That's a part of it. This has to be earned. You look back on that timeline, it was earned along the way by passing those tests and doing the right thing. Because when those moments pop up, you are going to be the person, that version of you that's an accumulation of all the other moments and things that you did prior to that time. So that's going to be the person that shows up. And there's no way around that. There's no way around that. You can't fake that. Which is why I've always been telling people, do the right things, follow the plan. When I tell you guys to do certain things, do it, and you will achieve whatever it is that you want on the other side of it. Because to a certain degree, many of your desires and wants for you that listen to this podcast vary, of course. Innately, they will, because we're all individuals. We all have different desires, goals, you know, plans, so on and so forth. Totally normal. So there will be a degree of variance, of course but we can all unanimously see and decide and know that these particular action steps are what need to be taken in this field at this time to achieve X, Y, Z result, right? Now I know this may this computation and equation and mathematical talk may be boring to some people, but I wanna give it to you in a way that's simple that anybody can listen to this and get. So whatever it is that that result, we can, boom, backwards engineer, this is what I need to do, period. End of story, right there on paper, can't be denied, there you go, right? I've had many conversations with people, talked to a lot of successful people in the real estate industry, the sales industry, all over from different walks of life and different industries. There's a lot of things that are unanimously similar and the same in regards to this subject matter. Every time we discuss this particular topic that we're zooming in on today, showing up in the moment, right? These pivotal moments, they were prepared for those moments. So now moving forward, in this episode, what are you, the listener, doing on a daily basis to prepare for those moments? Because when you think about it, why do you guys, for the realtors listening and salespeople, why do we role play scenarios and warm up and practice so when we face the real scenario, we're ready, we're sharp, right? Why does a team, like I remember playing basketball, we would practice and practice and practice and practice all for one game, you know, we have in game time quotes, we have 50 game times worth of practice for one game. You have a thousand of those scenarios, like the first example that I gave for that one real life scenario. You see, that's how it's done. That's the preparation. Now, I'm not saying we're only doing it for that moment because all those other actions that we take help us in other areas of life, but they, one of the things they do and they check off that list is having you ready for that moment. So if you're looking at your day, the last week, the last couple years, if you've been finding that these moments that I had you recall at the beginning of this podcast, you're finding maybe more negative outcomes and positive outcomes, then this is a serious subject matter that you need to attack with a vengeance right now after this podcast. You should be taking notes right now too, kind of saying, okay, I need to get my stuff together because it's just lack of preparation, lack of preparation and execution straight up. I look at maybe some of you have fitness goals and physique goals, which change for me all the time too. I recently switched my stuff two, three weeks ago. Boom. I've already seen massive changes, but it's been a daily dedication and practice to achieve the result of where I'm at today and where I'll be in the next week, two weeks, month, two months, three months. It's simple. It's a code. So look at what you're doing and pick for the sake of simplicity, pick one area right now and say, okay, I'm gonna look at one area. It may be finances, it may be physique and fitness and health, it may be your business, it may be a relationship, it may be your skills in this one category, maybe one thing that you wanna get better at. Pick something and start to look at this and say, okay, let's go back on my timeline and maybe into the future to see possible moments coming, right? Like for the real estate people who listen to me, every time you have a presentation scheduled, or any business people, you have a meeting scheduled to pitch. Salespeople have a meeting to pitch. That's that moment that we're talking about. Many of these moments, by the way, aren't spontaneous. You know, they're coming because you've either planned them or you know when they're going to come taking a test, right? It's a moment. So, you know, I have to prepare for this moment. Some of them are out of the blue and they still will test your preparation, of course, but many of them, if we really think about it now, it's not like they're just unknown. We know them. They're on paper. They're in our calendar. That's that moment. Are you showing up? And again, there are big ones and there's little ones. The little ones could be following your schedule. This moment at 8 a.m., 9 a.m., 10 a.m., 11 a.m., 12 noon. I invite you to look at all of those equally, not brush off the small ones and only focus on the big ones. No, you treat them all equally. This will relieve a lot of that pressure that you feel too. Oh my God, the meeting's in an hour. (laughs) I'm fucking nervous. (laughs) See, that's ridiculous. That's self-imposed, all of that excess emotion and strain and frustration and anxiety and anticipation. But look, pick that area and look on the timeline. Okay, pick those areas where maybe the desired outcome didn't come and say, okay, how, if I look at that based on what happened, how could I have better prepared for the next time this happens? What do I need to do? What action steps need to be taken? What needs to be done? How could I be better prepared for the next time? What was missing? What did I not do? Now I can take this, by the way, as one of the few reasons I'm ever gonna tell people to look look hard at their past, because most people dwell on the past. They wanna live in the past, which I think is, is ridiculous. It keeps people trapped mentally in a very bad state. But this allows you to specifically use the past as a way to propel you forward. You're you're doing this on a conscious level in order to create a better you, to improve. And by looking at these specific scenarios, and it could be small stuff. You don't have to look at the big moments. Let's say every day you realize that you're not following your schedule. Okay, why am I not following the schedule? And figure that out. When you ask yourself the right questions and you're honest with yourself, it becomes very apparent what you need to do. Very. Like it's not complicated. Like someone's saying, how do you check your consistency? Well, what is the definition of consistency, right? Doing what you said you're going to do over and over and over for as long as you say you're going to do it. So if I have 10 things that I'm supposed to do on a daily basis, Maria, who's a person who asked the question, if I notice that I'm only doing two of them while well, not being very consistent now, am I? But if I'm doing nine out of the 10, I'm being pretty damn consistent, almost perfect, cool. And that's gonna be different for all of you. It's these small things that add up. So again, other scenarios. Many of you, right? Go to the doctor and you do your yearly checkup. I know many people that do that. Everything you did through that year was your preparation or lack thereof for that moment. So when you get blood work done, you get checked and now you have issues. Whose fault is that? The doctors? Your genes? No, they're your fault. For not eating correctly, not managing your stress and mental state, not hydrating properly, and not doing what you're supposed to do. Period. End of story. And everywhere you look in life, you see this dynamic. Everywhere. But it requires you to stop on the rat race of life, look inside and say, okay, these are some things that I need to handle. I need to slow down, take stock of what I'm doing and where I'm at, make the proper adjustments, and then boom, I'm back on the train. And I'm I'm doing these assessments all the time. Another thing I could reference this to is how excited do people get in the next month or two to do their, you know, 2021 business plan? Yeah, we're going to kill it. It's going to be our best year ever. They make the plan, they put it away in their desk, and they never fucking look at it again. That's how most people treat this stuff. Am I reading off a teleprompter? Come on, Parrish, give me a break. (laughs) That's how most people do this. So is it a surprise? Is it a surprise that their life is a fucking disaster or that they can't be consistent? Or that they're not getting the result or they're they're stuck in the mud year after year after year after year? Nothing changes, you see? So if I give you this exercise, you don't do it, nothing changes. But if you do and then you figure out what you need to do and you don't do it, then nothing changes and you're going to be in the same fucking place. You know, everybody's looking for a way to do the least amount possible or not change at all and have change in their life. That's not the way this shit works. That's not the way it works. You're going to have to change massively and do a bunch of different shit. How you think, how you eat, how you walk, how you talk, what you do on a daily basis, how you identify your level of um, self-esteem, how you carry yourself, your skills, your communication skills. Everything, all of that has to change drastically for you to make a drastic change, right? I don't know where that disconnect has been because this this message has been similar and constant and consistent for me for years now. And people still, I can tell by a lot of questions or the way people are thinking that, well, I want to take minimal risk and get huge gain. I want to do minimal work and make a lot of money. Maybe you can do that later. Maybe you can do that later. Like that guy that wrote the four-hour work week. I guarantee you, I never read that book, but I guarantee you he didn't start that way. He didn't start that way. He eventually got there. What are you going to do? What are you going to change? What needs to change? What has to change? Is that top priority for you right now? Or is it arguing with motherfuckers on Facebook and Instagram about who you're going to vote for? Or is it talking shit to random people? Or is it gossiping with your neighbors about what's going on and who's fucking who and who's talking to who and this and that? Who gives a shit about that? Really? When did that become so fucking important? The crazy part is people know more about the figures that they watch on TV than they know about themselves. They care more about how they're changing and what, the, what they're doing than their own fucking lives. And I, I still don't get that. It's, it's, it's insane. So that focus needs to shift. Your energy, your focus, your time needs to be invested in you and what you're doing. And if you're off track right now, get back on track and keep going. If you're struggling in that one area, buckle down and fix that one area. Stop talking about it. Stop complaining about it. Fix it. Is any of this shit easy? Absolutely not. No. Of course not. But it's not supposed to be. It's by design. Because it weeds out the people who aren't going to do it and commit to it. But you have to look at yourself in the mirror and say, do I want this? Am I willing to accept what comes with this? All right. So we'll end it here. Appreciate you guys listening. You guys need anything real estate, teambcsoul.com. Shoot us a message or you can message me personally. You have partner with teambc.com for those of you in the industry who want to work with me, but not for me. If you're looking to join my team specifically, join teambc.com. And lastly, shout out to the MS family. See you guys in Miami. If you guys are looking for more personal attention from me, coaching, live coaching calls, video calls, private group, all that fun stuff, you can go to BrianCasella.com and sign up or follow the link in my bio on Instagram if you follow me there. All right. Peace.